his um his development started out. And you know, he was he was uh he's performed with some really really talented comedians. Um Flex, I don't know if y'all remember Flex, but Flex was on a lot of shows, Tracy Morgan, um you know, like I said, he was a headliner for uh, Capone for a while. Um, he's done commercials. I think he's done some Burger King commercials, Ford, MasterCard, Walmart, Wendy's. Um, he's been on Saturday Night Live, so Apollo Theater. Uh, he did uh, Def, uh, Russell Simmons' Deaf Comedy Jam. He did uh, BET's Comic View, just to name a few, you know. So he's he's been around. I'm very excited to have him on the show today and just talk to him about some of the things that he's gone through as a comedian and what he is doing today. So, um, Premium Radio Show has some things coming up that I just want to let y'all know about. So if y'all visit the site, you'll see something about the dance competition. Now, that dance competition um, is supposed to be where it was supposed to be doing it nationwide. So if you go and look on the website and you register for that dance competition, you will notice that there is going to be a small hold on it. Um, the hold there is primarily because they are tying up some loose ends. So don't give up. Still spread the word. Um, get your dancing people together. Because if I could dance, I would just, you know, go in there and tear the club up and claim the money myself because I'm an aspiring dancer. It's a dancer deep inside of me that just hasn't, you know, run its course yet, if you want to say that. But, you know, I try to do what it do. I get a couple little drinks in me. I can get my dance on. But <clears throat> Premium Radio Show is doing that. We are also doing a GoFundMe. Um, the GoFundMe is going towards some um, community events, um, also some things that we are trying to do for the youth. And you know what Caribbean Radio Show is about. We are all about the independent. We are all about the independent artist. We are all about the independent entrepreneur, whatever it is that you are trying to do on your own without the help of these big companies that help fund uh, marketing projects and things like that. We are trying to help these people be seen without all of that so that they can become some independent leaders and own their own businesses and own their own masters and their own rights to their creative, their creative juices and what they're putting out here in the universe. So we here at Caribbean Radio Show like to highlight and, and feature a lot of independent artists. I, myself, I have two independent artists that I feature each week. Um, those two independent artists are from the Midwest. Uh, one is Jordan Malik, Malik Jordan underscore. You can find him on all social media platforms. Also, Serena Monet, Monet Serena out of Chicago. Um, she is also another independent artist. She is a comedian, and she just dropped her uh, new single, One Headlight, which is funny, hilarious, and something to dance to. So we support independent artists here so that one day when they are not independent and they get those contracts, they can say they was they was they got they shine on the Caribbean radio show. So that's what we are all about here. Um today we do have a guest, but I'm just gonna be kinda lollygagging with y'all. Y'all know how I do. I get on here, I jump on, I talk about a couple of things and then I start playing y'all music because I love music. And that's what we are here about. This is radio. So we do a little bit of talking, and then we do some music. So I will be playing some of uh, Malik Jordan and Serena Monet's music um, coming up, as I do every week. But we also have a guest call in. So 
If you guys want to call in to the show just to chat or just to listen to the show, that guest call-in number is 661-464-07. That's area code 661-467-2407. All right. Well, we are going to get today's show started with a little bit of music because I don't have a guest. I only have a couple of little topics, but I want to spread them out because we do want to talk about what's going on out in these Instagram streets. We got uh, the Puerto Rican princess. Since, you know, we in the Caribbean, I like to talk about some Caribbean folks. So we got the Puerto Rican princess out here beating people up at Floyd Mayweather fights. It, it got ridiculous, and that's what we got going on. So we're going to talk about that coming up. And uh, before we do that, I'm going to go to some music, and we're going to start off this Friday. It's kind of gloomy over here in the States, so I'm going to feeling a little bit lonely. So that's what we're going to play today. We'll be back shortly. Take a liking to me. No, I mean you liking. 
Okay, I want my day, I day I like little big, yeah. You prefer coffee and I like sexy tea, uh-huh. Even though you might blend the tree, me up in the mug, the other side sense in me, yeah. Can't do you cause I ain't no licensee. Plus your body shot, you need a license to be, yeah. I know it's hard to trust sometimes, but it's hard to be I'm no slaver, I am the helper, no helper 
And a girl just watch her, I want to meet her And listen when the DJ says, Slim Sima Pass me the keys to my Bima Oh my, the girls them sugar How can I make love to a fella in a rush Pass me the keys to my truck Oh my, the girls them luck And I and I will make love to crush up Slim Sima, who got the keys to my Bima Oh my, the girls them sugar Jeez. It's just different. Yeah. Him like Check it. Uh. Small city kid with some big city dreams. Awesome old pen, but was lost, I was green. Cost many things, so my heart had a sting. Younger little gets to the art they would bring. Until it's big and they all when I sang Greek. All there's a cane, speak off for the name. Me always the same, creep off in my lane. Where am I next? So, 
uh, once they engaged in, you know, whatever they engaged in, Hernandez was booked in the Broward County Jail on Monday, but she's no longer listed um, in the records as of Tuesday, so she must have got out, bonded out. We don't know if she has a lawyer or not. But if you saw the scene on Instagram, it was a complete mess. It was an all-out brawl. Um, nobody acted like they had any home training. Um, even security and people that had nothing to do with it was just jumping in it. They was throwing drinks. They was throwing everything. And, you know, it kind of saddens me for Jocelyn because I feel like she had just did a show um, and basically kind of let everybody know that she had been cleaning up her life. She wasn't doing cocaine anymore and that she was on the road to moving up, moving up spiritually and, you know, trying to get her, her mind and her body together which I totally uh, kudos to anybody that has struggled with any type of substance abuse that decides to take a stand and stop that. I think it is very brave. I think it is very brave for anybody to do that because it's not easy to do for one. And it is also um, very difficult to have, have a normal life after that because people already mark you as a, a, a cokehead or alcoholic or so, so it doesn't matter even if you try to fix yourself up and you do right it takes that much longer for people to actually see your change because people are you know people are people and they feel like because you did something or you were away at one point in your life that you would never change and I do think that Jocelyn is trying to change. I don't know how much support she has in her corner. Um, I personally think she's too pretty to be in the way that she does and for her to have as much anger in her that she does. She's a beautiful lady. Um, I actually like the spunk in her. I wouldn't want her spunk to die down at all because that's part of her personality. But I do. I do feel like, you know, she's way too pretty. You know, just the behavior of her being so angry, you know, and she has a daughter. You know, I just feel like, you know, when you when you have a baby, you really have to be mindful of the things that you do, especially out here in these, you know, celebrity streets. You know, you're at, you're at a fight, you shouldn't be fighting. The only person who should be fighting is the competitors, and that's it. So, you know, I guess I just, I wish, I wish Jocelyn would do something, but Hey, sending prayers out to her from the Caribbean radio show. Uh, we want everyone to do well and um, done with the messiness. Speaking of messiness, um, Jackie O passed away. Rest her soul. Caribbean radio show gave out our condolences to our family and extended uh, comedy family and to DC Young Fly, um, who is grieving right now. He just laid his partner down to rest. Um, because she succumbed to um, a surgery and um, she perished through, she didn't make it through that surgery. And it's been a lot of messiness online with uh, DC. And I I personally think that it's tacky. I think that it's tacky that you attack um, anyone that is going through any kind of grief. We all know how it feels to lose somebody, a loved one. And, I can't imagine how it makes those people feel 
when they look online and see comments that they have no control over because people want to have an opinion and people want to get shock value and they want to get likes and comments on their post. It's just tacky to me. Um, This man has lost somebody, and like I said, we all know how it is to lose somebody that we love and for you to get online and make comments about she should have did this and she shouldn't have did that. Azalea Banks is another one. She got online talking about uh, it's such a coincidence that she died on her birthday. Azalea, are you serious? Like, you're that upset about D.C. calling you ugly on Wildin' Out, and that's that's literally – what they do, it's a roasting show, and you got the nerve to say that it's a coincidence, like God was killing somebody on your behalf? Do you know how absolutely crazy you sound? God has nothing to do with anything that has nothing to do with love. He is all about love. That's it. God is not going to take somebody off this planet because somebody called you ugly on a roasting show. Azalea Banks, now, whatever you feel about me, I'm not as popular as D.C. Young Fly, but he's he called you ugly just by, and that's just based off what anybody could see. But you are really ugly on the inside. Your spirit, girl, your spirit needs to be rebuilt. You need some plastic surgery on your spirit because I tell you what, for you to say anything about someone that is resting, a woman that, as far as I know, Jackie O minded her business, D.C. minding his business. You ain't never seen them out here in these um, gossip columns because they got drama and messiness and toxicity going on. Absolutely not. She ain't did nothing but be pretty, be a good mom, and be D.C.'s girl. That's all she did. Jackie O wasn't out here bashing people and talking about people and people that have had laid family members and friends to rest. She's not. She didn't do none of that. So I just feel like people that do that, they ain't got nothing better to do, and they need to work on their spirit. So Azalea Banks, I'm pretty sure that you done already heard this because you bitter and you are not a, a lovely person at all. I'm sure that you've heard it before, but you really need to get yourself together and work on you. Get some counseling. There's some dope-ass counselors out here. I follow a couple um, on Instagram. Maybe you need to reach out with your little bit of celebrity that you do have. Reach out to whoever you can and get you some counseling, girl, for real, because it helps. It actually helps. And if you take the advice and you listen to some of it, you might be able to change your life. You might be able to change some of the opinions that people have about you, because, girl, right now you're looking ugly. You're looking real, real ugly, not just on the outside, boo, but on the inside. And that's coming from from me, your girl, Danny Redwine. Um, you can be mad at me if you want to, because I really don't care. You think DC don't care? No, your girl right here, I really don't care. But we got our guest who's going to be calling here pretty soon. But before he does, I'm going to go ahead and send y'all with a song just to get things popping. And we are going to be back in a couple of minutes. I'm going to play this Serena for you, this uh, this one-head light joint, and then we're going to get our guest on. One head life, one head life, she got one head life, one head life, she got one head life, one head life, she got one head life, one head life, on my way to the club. 
look at what I see. I see a fine chocolate man in the car right next to me. He said, ooh, I love your style. Them chick bitty sitting right. But your car is leaking oil and you got one headline. I said, let me get on out so you can see this big old thing. And if you nice and talking right, then I just might let you bang. Because I'm trying to find a freak. I'm all up in these streets looking for a little boo that's going to buy me something to eat. But she got one headline. watching her she had like a show somewhere uh at riddles in uh chicago and that girl was on stage cutting up tore her ponytail off swung it all over the crowd threw it in the crowd they bounced it around like they was in a mosh pit they passed it around and she stopped the whole show so she can get her ponytail back because they was being disrespectful <laughs> that girl is funny okay but anyway, we are back. This is your girl, Danny Redwine, at the Comedy Chat Caribbean Radio Show, where we reach out to the Caribbean, reaching out to the Caribbean, boop, 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 just to shed some light on what is going on in the world, the comedy world. I'm always bringing a guest on the show. I like having guests on the show. I like having guests on the show because I'm a chatty Cathy and I'm going to talk about different stuff, but I feel like so much more fun, you know, when you have like another opinion or some someone else that you can kind of bounce jokes off with. So I'm definitely excited about that. I'm excited about um, my guest that's going to be coming on, um, and his name is Fig, comedy, comedian Fig. Um, I know his real name is Craig. I wonder if he get a lot of Craig jokes from Friday because I don't know. I guess I just feel like I'd be saying that all the time. You ain't got, you ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. I'd be saying that all the time. But anyway, um, we are waiting on him. But in the meantime, you know, I like to talk about a lot of stuff that's going on. In the meantime, we did talk about Jocelyn. We talked about Azalea. Um. For another comedian, there's a lot of people that are speculating um, about Jamie Foxx and what is going on with Jamie Foxx right now. You know, Jamie Foxx actually had a, um, with his health situation, and now there's just a lot of just hearsay, guessing, um, rumors. Um, I did hear um, that 
that Jamie Foxx is partially blind um, or that he is um, in a wheelchair or wheelchair bound. Um, We're going to go to TMZ. TMZ actually has a report, and this is a TMZ actual report. It just says um, that They Clone Tyrone is a movie that's supposed to be coming out on Netflix, and this is a movie that Jamie Foxx is supposed to be filming in. So um, it says Jamie Foxx's They Clone Tyrone co-star John Boyega says he desperately attempted to contact the ailing megastar and has been since and has been since Jamie fell ill two months ago. All to no avail, but John's not a quitter. John and several other cast members were feeling Jeffrey, uh, Jamie's absence at the TNT premiere on Thursday in Miami. So um, I guess that's all we really know is that, you know, it's pretty clear that John has his back and hopes that Jamie is feeling well, but he has not really talked to Jamie. So we really still don't know. It's kind of up in the air um, on what's going on with Jamie. And I would really like to know more information about what's going on with him. So if there is anybody that knows something and wants to tell me about it, you can reach me anytime, you know, not only am I on social platforms, but I got an email. So you can do CRS radio show, um, and that's going to be C, the letter C, the letter R, the letter S, comedy show um, at Gmail. I'm so used to saying radio show and comedy show, so sometimes I get them mixed up. So it would definitely pop up at CRS comedy chat at gmail.com. <laughs> I had to stop and slow myself down for a minute. But any of any otherwise, you know, you can support your girl, Danny Redwine. You know, I am on all platforms. You can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on TikTok, Snapchat, all that. I'm trying to get my little stuff in so that I can start to, you know, develop more content. Um, having people on the show helps me out a lot, but, you know, I'm still learning this radio thing, so I'm trying to come up with different things. I want to make sure that I'm repeating some of the stuff that's going on, like checking out our website and looking into the dance competition, uh, the guest call-in number, which is the six the 661-467-2407. I'm sorry, I got to yawn right in the middle of that. I don't know why I yawn during this show. It's almost like um, maybe a nervous trigger, <laughs> knowing that I'm talking to all of y'all. And thank you for tuning in because I have been looking at my stats and I see that people are paying attention to my show. That means a lot to me. That means a lot. Um, I'm making my boss happy. He thinks I'm doing a great job so far. So I'm going to keep it going. But if you do want to call in as a guest, um, that number again is 661-467-2407. Um, and that's what it is. So, yeah, I'm just kind of lollygagging around. We got some stuff going on here in my city in Grand Rapids. Um, I am headlining the show tonight. My show is going to be in, like, a suburb, though. So my show is in, like, Wayland. It's in Wayland, Michigan. 
or is that is it Wayland? Let me let me go to the actual date, the actual uh, flyer here because I might be saying that wrong. We have so many small, ooh, excuse me, so many small little cities that are around this area, and I want to actually see the. Okay, here it is. It's called yeah, downtown Wayland. Um, I'm doing a show for the Peach the Peach Pit uh, Comedy Club. And the lineup is going to be Carl Sobel, uh, Jackie Marpa, uh, Trevor Tress, and then I'm closing the show out. But it is hosted by Brandon Al- Alberta and Steve Magdal. And uh, they are from the Magots podcast. So I'm very excited to... Meet those, meet those people. You know, it's always exciting to meet new people. So I am definitely excited. Anybody that is in the Midwest area that wants to check it out, that's what it is called. That's where it is. Where we'll be. That's where we'll be. We'll be there having fun and having us a good old time right here at the Caribbean Radio Show. So um, I'm going to check on my guest because he's supposed to be here by now and he is not here. So we are going to put on some music. And locate my guest. We'll be right back. Move your one from your journal. Wind up your body from me, why you? Time for y'all, I'll call you. Baby, this is what me want you do. Come wind up your time, I'll call you. It's long till you've been like banana. Come wind up your time, I'll call you. It's long till you've been like banana. And then you turn back with your girl. Don't want it, let me put it in a cafe Santana Wind up your tight bow, wanna go, yeah It's long till you bend like banana Your body put me up, it's not about it Come in and make your soul and no ask about it Wind up your body, make me with your team fit The best in the room, but no ask about it I just say, see me, I give your girl, sit down on it Up in the bend, yeah, make me start it But if it is a lot of me, I go park it Let it turn your nation in the market Long till you bend like banana. 
Move you one from your jaw, no. Wind up your body, come me one, yo. Tight, no. girl, oh. all, yo. Baby, this is what me want, yo, do. Come wind up your tight, oh. no. yeah. It's long till you bend like banana. Come wind up your tight, oh. no. yeah. It's long till you bend like banana. Yeah, that's a bending like a banana. I can't do that yet, but I shall be trying, y'all. I shall be trying to not bend like a dang on banana. But, oh, while we was on our break and our song, our guest popped in, so we are not going to waste any time. We are going to go right into our guest. Y'all heard me read his bio, so y'all already know what it is. He came all the way from Brooklyn. I'm making it sound like he here, but you know, he really ain't here. But um, all the way from Brooklyn, I want y'all to welcome my friend, comedian Fig. Fig, are you there? Hey. What's up? Hey. How you doing? Hey. Good. I feel like we like long lost family. (laughs) You know what? I I spent so much time reading and laughing and, um, Commenting on your Facebook posts and stuff like that um, is it, it it does feel like we like I already know you and you in a yeah. uh, a hot part of town you you up there in Michigan um, you know a lot a lot of my 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 uh, people are up there a lot of my boys are up there my comedian uh, brothers uh, comrades you know you 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 up there oh with yeah the a lot of them in Detroit. Oh, listen, my my man, uh, Tony Robbins, Bobo Lamb, uh, Bill Hill. I think, uh, what's my man that come out of there? Uh, I think he's out of Detroit. The, the blues is all right. The blues is all right. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God, I can't I think can't of his remember. name. I can't think of his name either, but I know who you're talking about. It's so much talent in Detroit, it's crazy. It is. It really is. I love it. I it love is. it up there. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I see you You got started early. How many years is it for you now? Oh, my God. I, I, I know I'm over over 30 years. I, I started um, in the late 80s, uh, early 90s as a new jack, you know, just, just making my way around. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's just been – it was it was different. You know, it was different when we started. Y'all just have so much opportunity now and and so many clubs opening arms to the comedians. Now, the, the comedians of color is the one I'm talking about, the ones that look ugly, the yeah. ones with, with, with the dark tan, you know what I mean? The ones that look like Right, dark. right, right. The, 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 one, the clubs right, just opened right. up for, for us a now. Melanated and, um, comedians. <laughs> yeah, it, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't like that before. <laughs> no, and, uh, I, I, no. I think that's how, you know, a lot of our stars have come out of, um, I guess, out of the need to have another place to perform, and a lot of our venues and stuff like that was created because the the mainstream, if you will, that's what they call a mainstream, so I'm just using that term, but um, they, they wouldn't have us, you know, and they always gave us uh, different hoops to jump through to be able to do what yeah. it is. Uh, that we love to do, but we did it. You know, we yep, did it. Yeah, sure we, did. We it and you it know, is. the only place, the only place that I hear about that's commonly known for that kind of that 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 segregation was the comedy store. 
You know, they said that there were like we had our own room there, and they had the it was called the uh, what was it called the what's our room called there the we talking about the belly the room? room the belly, the room. belly room yeah that was like yeah. our room yeah you know like our first popular known where all of the comedians that you know we work with went you know they you didn't, know they didn't they, have that was, before. Uh, L.A. They they that's how you can tell segregation exists. When you have a black night, that's segregation. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. That's segregation. If I have a black night, that means that you're not allowing me to perform on other nights. So here's your night, and you get to perform on black night. But these other nights, these are for, you know, it's, it's almost yeah, like the, the colored only water fountain. Yep. You know. <laughs> you right. <laughs> yep. That's how they do I'm it. like, yeah, white only um, yeah. on these other six yeah. nights, and then you, you, you black, you, you others. <laughs> Y'all can have yeah, this other yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the others, yeah. <laughs> that is the truth. You, that is the truth. I call them the, they call it, I call them the ninja night. <laughs> the ninja night, that's a good one. That's a good one. Ninja, I like uh, that, the know, ninja night. Yeah, ninja is called yeah. uh, something else. Yeah, it's cold you know, for ninja, yeah, it's the bad ones. <laughs> yeah, the ones that we can't I like the ones that. that they can't say. Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. They got a word that they can't say and now they made it so we can't say it either. It's ours. Right. It's it's a mess. I feel like the comedy I think comedy has changed so much since I I mean I I was a fan before I was a comedian. And I just watch you know, watching the old comedians like Eddie Murphy and and Red Fox talk about midgets and retards, and now we can't even say nothing about, you know, they changed the name for them. You can't call them midgets. they they small people <laughs> or little people or whatever, you know. You can't say retard. You have to say mentally challenged or special, yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Like, which, which is just like, come on now. Everybody, everybody gets talked about. Even when there's nothing wrong with you. Exactly. Well, exactly. So it's like and, I don't understand. And, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. Mm-hmm. I think it's watered down. It's, they're trying to water down the the craft. Well, you know, anytime you censor a art that is known for doing and saying things that the general public couldn't say, then you're basically mm-hmm. doing exactly what you said. You're watering it down because we, we comedians and entertainers were supposed to be the ones who had the license to say what it is that exactly. other people couldn't without retribution. Like um, I think back in, in um, when they had like Kings and the King's Court and stuff like that, the comedians were called the court jester. And the court jester, his only job was to be funny. Anybody else that mm-hmm. said something that the court jester would say, you would be beheaded. They would cut your head off. But the court jester mm-hmm. had a license yep. to things yep. that other people couldn't say. So if you take that away, then you then you take away some of the impact that comedians have. And we, we're like the voice of the people to the powers that be. And we're supposed to have exactly. a license to be able to say that and make it funny. If you make it funny, 
then it goes over. But people are, you know, we've gotten into this new age where everybody is so sensitive about everything. It's just, it's silly. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. I'm like, if I had to take yeah, it, you got to take it's it. Really the, it's the internet too, because the internet has given people that, that power of their own opinion. And people think that their opinion outweighs the masses or they're just trolls and they just want to get some clickbait going. People do people do stuff for different reasons to gain attention. <laughs> right. A right. lot of a lot of people Mom. will a lot of people will argue a belief that they don't really believe in just because they're getting responses from it. <laughs> you know That's what I'm saying? Crazy. Yeah. It's serious. Yeah. It's That's bad, though. Like people have lost their minds. I really think that the internet has really contributed to a lot of mental illness. <laughs> Possibly could because you know crazy uh what you call we call crazy. But mental illness mm-hmm. people used to uh part from the general public, but with social media they could come and interact with normal folks. <laughs> and then you don't Absolutely. know you, you don't know that they crazy. <laughs> and, like, and act you like know, normal folks. <laughs> Yeah, because people out in public, you can see crazy. You, when you see somebody uh-huh. out and they doing stuff, you're like, okay, they crazy. But on yep. the on the on the internet, you you can't see that. You can't really. Tell. You can't see none of it. Yep. And no. they can they can be whoever nope. they want to be on the screen. Nope. Like mm-hmm. you in New York and you get on the train. And the, and a guy gets on the train, take off all his clothes, fold them up neatly, and then stand by the doorway. You're like, okay, all right, I see, I see what's going mm-hmm. on. He done lost it. He's gone. Yeah. But that yep. same person could be on on social media, and you'd be like, ah, is he, is he real? Like I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just you can you can be whoever you want to online. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's something else. But um, it's so how how crazy. long? But how long have you been in this? Was, I just celebrated my ninth year. Oh my God! Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, I just celebrated my ninth year, and you know, New York is my favorite run. Oh my I come, God! I come there Oh, I love New York. Love it. I love I love the fact that I could just go and just go sign up for rooms from nine o'clock to three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes, like yes, I now, love that opportunity. There's oh yeah, opportunity. We it created, is. We created a market. You know, some people call it the Chitlin Circuit or whatever, but we created our own market mm-hmm. where uh, our people run certain rooms. You know, and the way to get into those clubs is not a whole lot of politics and and begging and stuff like that. You basically show up early and you talk to the host and say, hey, can I get five minutes? Can I get ten minutes? And if it's not an overbooked show, they'll put you on, especially out-of-towners. That's the one thing about New York City. We We love people who come in from other states. And out of town mm-hmm. and want to perform. Just, we love that. You yeah, know? it gives us and a I, different I can perspective. Tell, like I, every time I go, I get good reception. That's why a lot of people. I think a lot of people uh, are afraid of New York. Um, when I talk to yeah. comedians, 
a lot of comedians are comfortable in their own space. Like they're comfortable with doing open mics and they're comfortable with doing a certain demographic uh, of, of people. I'm, I, on the other hand, I, I feel like I love the mixed crowds. When I went there, I had a, a Dominican woman heckled me that didn't know that I spoke Spanish. And I, and I got with her. I had, you know, so it's just like, I can't do that here. You know what I'm saying? And in Michigan, you know, it's, it's, it's basically mainstream rooms. You know, I got to go over to Detroit to, to hit our rooms. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. mm -hmm. I know when you did that, the audience went crazy. Oh yeah. They lost it. Cause they didn't know that I I speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. And then, then after I was speaking, they were like, Oh, you Dominican. No, I'm not Dominican. I'm I'm just a black girl that know how to speak a little Spanish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> around oh, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't know that. I used to I used to eat that. Yeah, I grew up around Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. Oh, mm-hmm. see, there you go. Yeah. There you so go. I'm like a distant you... cousin. Plus, I think plus I think I was like I think I was like Boricua in a, a past life. <laughs> Absolutely, I can see it. <laughs> absolutely I absolutely love it Ever since I was a kid I've been attracted to the Spanish culture My mom says she swear I was Hispanic in a past life Hilarious Didn't I changed my name with- I changed my name and everything I had people calling me Daniela when I was younger uh, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you put up a video on Facebook Where you were speaking Spanish or something Uh huh Yep because a lot of people yeah, don't know that yeah. I, I, I only use it. I only use it when I'm around. When I'm around it, you know what I mean. So I don't really use it that much. But I'm I'm finding out that using it sometimes throws people off that it's funny to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's, it's it weird. Is. But I've gotten real good responses off of my Spanish, off of my Spanish uh, jokes. I got a couple Spanish jokes, you know, for when I have when I do have, you know, Hispanics in there. But well, you can yeah, I definitely. Huh? This would be the place for you. I said this would be the New York is the place for you. Do you know how many people told me I better move to New York? They was like, you need to move to New York. And and I love New York. Don't get me wrong. I just can't do the rodents. Yeah, I ain't got no alley. You know what I'm saying? Like the rodents. Hilarious. <laughs> the rodents you know are issue for me. You know what I'm saying? Listen. I was in Spanish Harlem last summer running down, running from a rat. A rat was chasing me, okay? <laughs> I was oh like, nigga, I can't deal with this. Hilarious. But I love New York. I love New York. So I'm going to I'm be there in August. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back in August. I'm coming to the Rock the Bells. I'm going to be at the Rock the Bells thing. Um, it's like the first week of August. Really? You don't know about, you don't know about that? Sure. Yeah, the Rock the Bells, the Rock the Bells gonna be in Brooklyn on the on the sixth of August, I think. I'm there. I got tickets oh, August. already. Hilarious. Yep. So I'm a I'm a big I'm coming there. I'm trying, I'm trying to say like a week, but I got a show too. I'm doing a show with Ish Ishmael. Okay. For brown 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 sugar, I think. The brown sugar thing. I was trying to get on Harlem Nights. I don't know if Rashid. I don't know if Rashid is still doing Harlem Nights, but I'm gonna have to reach out to him. And I gotta reach out to Freddie. Freddie Ricks. I don't know if Freddie still got his spot. 
uh, listen, if he don't, he'll probably have one by then. You okay. know, we do grand opening, grand closing, and grand then we just closing. open up yeah. another. <laughs> I mean, we open for a but couple y'all... months, and then we're right. doing but another Rob spot. Rob is still holding down. Uh, I think Rob Rob is still holding down salsa, though, right? He Tuesday night for salsa, right? Yeah, salsa con fuego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there. I tried to get on. I tried to get on to win that three hundred dollars real quick. I I waited too late to sign up though because I didn't know. But then if I go there on a Tuesday, next time I'm going, I'm going to win that money. You gotta call. You I call said this my kind of Listen, yeah, this, this is the time to get everybody up. Yeah, this is definitely the time. So, so what's top limit for you? Is there is there anything that's off limits for you? What do you mean? I like, said, is there like, anything like how? Yeah, like like is there anything off limits? Like do you don't do you not talk about like serious topics? Do you not talk about like domestic violence? Or you talk about things in your childhood that were traumatic? Or are there things that you just don't tap into based on you know how other people may respond to it? Oh, uh, you know. I've I've never done um I've done domestic violence. I've talked about that. But I never talked about things that are, are like cringe, you know, like um right. uh rape. I, I don't do rape. Right. Um uh, right. child molestation. I don't but yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. a couple of our comrades got in um you know, a lot of trouble with Hollywood doing a video like that. Like, I don't do that kind of stuff uh-huh. um, on stage. Yeah. But if I'm writing mm-hmm. and I have to write a, um, if I have to write something or whatever, or I have to allude to it, um, then I, I'll do that. But there, there think there's not very much that I won't touch on if the opportunity mm-hmm. presents itself. It really depends on the venue and the audience. So, um, right, I usually right. gear my people that I'm performing for and and that make, that makes all you know that makes all the difference like we were taught you have to read yeah. your room and a lot of times reading your mm-hmm. room is simply looking at the comics that go on in front of you Before and see you. what the people are responding yep. and what they respond to yep yep that's it mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know how to do it a lot of people don't you know people just go and do whatever it is that they do you know what I mean all the time and they never pay attention to what you know what kind of audience you have in front of you like I've I perform for just about every audience that you could possibly think of, old, young, uh, Caucasian, black, Hispanic. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I I don't care. I believe that that if you're funny, you can make anybody laugh. You can make people laugh if you – it's kind of strange that I said that. It's like um, I I started a a corporation and uh, my my LLC, and I – I um I made the name of my LLC called Funny is Funny. And it basically mm-hmm. means is that, you know, you can perform for anybody at any time. You know, if you're right. funny, then it's just funny. You know, I, and right. I tell people, I tell comedians this is that you're going to perform on stage, you're not going to get everybody. You never right. get everybody in the audience. But if you get a, mm-hmm. if you get, so uh, 50, 60, 70% of your audience and you get those people laughing, 
that's you did your job. You know, right. you did your you did. job. Yeah, and, you and did. that's it. It's, and that's why everybody got their old favorite because everybody is mm-hmm. not funny to everybody. You know, so you get on stage. Right. Your job is to entertain and to make people laugh, and that's that's you know that's it. That's what I do, and, and I have. And, and I here's think the thing that, that I, huh? No, go ahead. I'm listening. I was like, I'm if you're having I'm, fun, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, if you're having fun nine times out of ten, your audience is gonna have a good time with you. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with that because they vibe off of your energy. So if you come up there looking scared and shook, they're gonna be looking at you and giving you that shook and crazy energy. You know what I'm saying? Like you <laughs> people, I feel like you know you have to have. Doing comedy is not just doing comedy. Like people just make it seem like it's 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 so easy to do. It's it's really one of the hardest jobs to do because you do have to evaluate your your crowd. Otherwise, you know, you might get up there and bomb. Now, there's been plenty of times I bombed a couple of times. There's been plenty of times where I got up there and bombed, and I would just be like, "Well, shit, I got five more minutes of this, y'all." So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now to be laughing now, I got. Right, you know what I'm saying? But that's funny. It brings them back. You know, it's it's things that, that people, they don't know that they have to do to, to gauge that audience. It's not easy. It's, it's it's hard to gauge your audience, especially when you put in front of an audience that's already against you before you open your mouth up because you're black or you're a woman or, you know what I'm saying, or you're an older woman. So, you know, it's it's a lot that has to do with it. You know, people don't realize all the things that entails being a comedian, but it's a lot. You deal with a lot of hecklers, though. Oh, we did in the very beginning. Um, if you couldn't, we, well, look, coming up in New York City, if you couldn't handle hecklers, you couldn't perform. When we started, perform. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that was the big thing. Like I grew up in um in the era up Uptown Comedy Club, New York City. And um, which was in Harlem, 125th and 5th, which is right down that block from the Apollo. And, you know, mm-hmm. Apollo was the home of food. And so was my right. club. So mm-hmm. if you wasn't funny and you couldn't handle hecklers, there was no way they were going to let you perform. Because the first thing you did when you were new, if you went on stage, the hecklers would try you. That's just yeah, what we absolutely. do. That, that was that was like, our culture. The hecklers were trying. That and was a lot Jones of times, it. That's what. Mm-hmm, yes, that was Jones it. Yes. That's what a lot of people say. Like with hecklers, like that's Jones and That's somebody trying to come at you. That's why you got to be on the draw. Sig and Jones and Rosen. It's all the same thing. It's part of oh, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, and <laughs> the one thing that people don't realize is that when I came up, that's what I did. You know, even before mm-hmm. this, it, you know, new comedians, before they had a set or before they had jokes, we had what we call snap. In New York, it's called Smack. snapping. Yep. Y'all call it stones and hiking, capping, yep. dipping. We call it snaps, and that's what we did. So before mm-hmm. we had jokes, we had snaps. And we could do that for a long time. Like, we could, snap, for, like we could snap a whole show. We could create a whole set. Yeah, yep, like it ain't nothing. That's, what, that's how like we it started. Yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. So hecklers, that's how we, that's how we got started. They would heckle us. We'd get them back, and and then they would be on our side. Once they realized you could stand up for yourself and and you could 
go back and forth with the hecklers, then they they would give you your respect and then they'd let you do your jokes. And they get to know right. you. Like in the in the area that you and they get to know oh, you yeah, and they like, Oh, that's yeah. yeah, he's funny, yeah. It it got to the point so bad. <laughs> when I first started, people would be scared to sit in the front row when they knew I was performing. Yeah, that's how they are with me now, because I be inviting anybody to heckle me, I invite them to the front. I'd be like, come on up here. Let you me hear too? what you got to say. You, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I want oh everybody to God, see them. Oh, my God. That was my Because I'm about to rip them from... I'm about to rip them from the top to the bottom. Why they walking up there? I'd be like, I hope your hairline is full. You know what I'm saying? You got all your side oh teeth. You got your side God. teeth? Okay, come on up here. <laughs> oh, my God. If you that ain't got no side thing. teeth. Yeah. They was like, let me tell you um, something. They was like, if they, it was a cardinal rule, never give an audience member or a heckler the mic. He said, as long as you have the mm-hmm. mic, you're winning. And that wasn't my thing. I was like, no, come on. Like, no, 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 no. Right. I don't want you to think I'm winning because I got the mic and you in the audience and people can't hear you. If you think you're funny and you got something to say to me, Come on stage. Come on Let me stage. Come on up here. You want to see all the courage leave somebody? You want to see fear mm-hmm. strike them? Have them come on yep. stage. Have that light them. Come. The audience watching, and then you hand them the mic. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you right, it's a I showstopper. I watch them. Because the look them. on their face, they can't handle it. Nope. Nope, they it can't looks handle easy it. from the audience. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my thing. We did so many shows. Yeah. Uh, we did, we did. Um, you call it Joneses. We did Joneses on, on um, the Uptown Comedy Club uh, TV show that was on Fox 5 uh, back in the day. Um, we did an album. We did uh, Snap's Books. We did two HBO specials. Um, that was called Snap. Uh, did I say we, we did the album? We did an album for Atlantic Records with West Coast, um, East Coast comics. We had comics from everywhere. Um, we had rappers. This this was it's been out. This is like years ago. That's what we did. Right. That's what right. we did. And I feel like all I feel like all of that was kind of a community back in the day, like the rappers, the comedians, the you know what I mean. I, I think it's separate. It's really separated now, but I think back then it was more of a, a all inclusive thing. Like everybody that was in entertainment kind of merged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was underground. It, at all that both mm-hmm. black comedy and hip hop was underground. It really wasn't mainstream. So. We had um, Coolio, Bismarck, Lords of the Underground. All of those guys was on the album with us. Like, this was part of our culture. We used to go to rap shows. Rappers used to come to right. comedy shows. Like, it was mm-hmm. it was all like one thing. And we had, we had. Yeah. When we was at Uptown, we had all kinds. We had actors. We had singers. We had NBA players. We had athletes. They all came to the Black Comedy Club, and they watched us perform. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was fire. That, that, that was your, yeah, that was the entertainment back then. 
that's just how it was yeah. back then. I, I just think that now it's just so. I don't. COVID changed the world. Let it me did. just say that. COVID changed the it world did. permanently. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of people fell off from com- from comedy um, through COVID, and uh, well, it's a shame because now we you got know a lot of young is, people that what? Well, oh, a lot of young people come in. Yeah, well, you know the. I'll tell you this: the the main staples always stay doing what they did, always stay doing what they do. Um, mm-hmm. The strong comments, the ones who were just in it, kind of like uh, testing the water and stuff like that, or, or kind of fairly new. They mm-hmm. they they fell off after you know during that whole pandemic. But you, I'm used to seeing comedians come and go because if you don't love right. it. It's a hard, like you said, it's a hard business. It's a, it's a one, it it's a one person band. You know, there's it no, is. there's no backup singers or dancers. There's no, nope. you know, there's no music behind you. You, you, you by yourself. Nope. Yeah. And a lot of people can't handle that. Yeah. A lot of people can't handle it. And you know, yeah, it's, and it's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that a lot of people take comedy uh, so serious that it 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 alters, you know, the way that they think. Like I've I've literally worked with people that because they haven't made it to a certain um, status in in such amount of time, they just give up. And I no, and that's where I'm like, you, know, you don't really love, love it. You just want you just want what you see as like something lucrative, but. There's not one comedian that's doing well right now that ain't put work in. Like you got to put the work For in. Years. Let me give you a For case anything. in point. Let me tell you this. This is what a lot of people don't know. Everybody knows Bernie mm-hmm. Mac, and everybody knows mm-hmm. Bernie Mac the star. Bernie mm-hmm. Mac did it 17 years before yep. Jeff Jam before even existed. Was, yeah, before anyone knew he existed. Exactly. You know everybody's all on the Seventeen years, on the, right? Yeah, Matt Rife. Matt Rife. Everybody is in an uproar about Matt Rife right now. Matt Rife is a young comedian. What is he? Is in his early thirties. Matt Rife been doing comedy since he was thirteen. Yeah, people, people don't even people know that. Will, will, that's crazy. People complain about Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart. Um, Dave been in the comedy you know, club since he was fifteen. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin been doing comedy for years. Before Kevin grew up, Kevin was on the circuit in in um in um Jersey, Philly, um New York City. Like I worked with Kev so many times, it ain't even funny. Right when Kev was new, like people don't realize that before you before you become a star. You 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 start off new. Everybody starts the same. Ain't nobody just start and become a star. Tracy Morgan, I remember when Tracy Morgan was a new Jack. Mike Epps, right. Mike Epps Did he been to, uh, exactly. to New York City, mm-hmm. New York City Comedy Circuit. Like people don't get it. It's it's not people don't. And you get know what? It. It's not about overnight success. Right. That's what I said too. Now I'm I'm nine years in, Fig, and I still I'm still learning. Like, I still feel like there's things that I'm learning. Like, when I open up for other comedians, I feel like I learn something new every time. 
You know, I I still feel Me like too. I have a lot to learn. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's there's things that I haven't done yet. You know, there's there's places that I haven't done comedy yet. So I still feel like a student in this game. But I don't. But I'm not taking it so serious that I'm looking for the financial aspect of it right now. My bills are gonna get paid regardless of if I tell jokes or not. So right, I still got a, them bills still about to come. So I can't be sitting up waiting. <laughs> I still got to take care nah. of these bills first. I'm gonna tell these jokes later on, but. I've been in it nine years now. I'm starting to get more bookings. I'm starting to get more jobs, and I feel like I'm at the place where that's where it should start happening. These new comedians come in, and they start selling merch at open mic. What are you doing? You're bringing merch to an open mic? Like, it's just it's unbelievable. <laughs> Who taught you etiquette? Like, I need someone to teach you some etiquette because you don't walk in an open mic with merch. Yeah, it's just it it's a lot going on. New comedians make their own yeah. rules. I ain't mad at them because, you know, when you know better, you do better. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You but know, I say that they don't because know. luckily I had somebody take me under my wing, um, Floyd J. Phillips, rest his soul. Um, when I started doing comedy, and Floyd J. is out of Chicago, him and his brother, they were comedians in Chicago. And Floyd... Um, kind of took me under his wing as an older, you know, veteran comedian that's been doing comedy in the Midwest for a long time. I learned a lot from that man. Had he not pulled me to the side, they probably wouldn't even like me because I wouldn't have known the rules uh-huh. and I wouldn't have abided by it. <laughs> I wouldn't have abided by any of them. <laughs> Listen, but I, I, people I had don't like you for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes people don't like you mm-hmm. because you're funny. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. The thing is, you just get in where you fit in and um, just do what you do. Right. That's what I say. Do what you do. Learn it on the fly. You are blessed to be be in a place. You are blessed to be in a place where you are actually um, around a lot of people that are doing the same things. You are around a lot of like-minded people, and there's a lot of venues there. Here in Grand Rapids, it's a lot of jealousy, a lot of caddy, a lot of toxicity here. Um, I'm really like, I'm really like, I am a, a solo act, but I really am. Like, I don't fraternize with the other comedians here too much. They don't really care for me, um, and I'm fine with that. But I am really isolated from my community here because I am in the Midwest where, you know, the mainstream rooms overrule any urban rooms, which I can do both. But it's the whole black woman thing, you know, the stigma of the black woman not being able to be approached and all of that that comes into play here in in the Midwest. Um, not so much in Detroit, but in my city, Grand Rapids, you know, it's it's pretty abundant here. But I have to go to bigger cities in order to get that. I, I'm not going to get it from here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get the camaraderie that I need. From here, even though there are other black comedians here, there there's just no there's no um, union, there's no togetherness. There, everybody is stabbing each other in the back. Everybody is crawling over each other, trying to get opportunities, um, backstabbing, backbiting, talking bad about each other. Which I always told people, it's a bad look to talk about your 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 comedian family. Don't don't talk about you know what I'm saying. Like don't talk about them. 
talk about something else. Right. Because it's a bad it's a bad right. look. We got to look like we somewhat together out here. You know what I'm saying? We supporting each other. But it's well, you know, it's you, not like that here. You you're gonna have some of that everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you just well, have some of that everywhere because I just say people are people, and no matter what they do, whether you're a, a nurse, a cop, a fireman, with sanitation worker, comedian, whatever, there's gonna be some stuff. You know, look at uh, oh God, even after you reach so such heights, uh, in the entertainment industry, look at um, Anita Baker and Babyface. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, just just kicked him off the off the tour. You know, for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And it, it's like, yeah. you know, it is what it is. People are people. You know what I mean? So you're gonna have a little bit of that, but you you find you find the people that that you vibe with. You know, the people who are on your same wavelength, and y'all just mm-hmm. vibe. like I for. I've never been a part of a clique, but I've always been been uh, cordial with everybody. Yeah, that's kind you of know. how I am. Yeah, I'm and cool you with can everybody. Do it, you, I don't have listen, it. I tell everybody, if you really, really want to make make it, like, and you want to do comedy, comedy, and you want to turn it into, like, something you do for a living, there ain't no place like New York City. There and ain't you don't no have place to like live in the city. Yeah, you right. don't have to live in the city. You can live on the outskirts. You can live in Jersey. You can live in Connecticut and still have access to all of the stuff that happens in New York City. I know my girlfriend is really trying to get me to move there because y'all braiders, y'all ain't got no good braiders there. And I could be racking up on all that money. <laughs> That's hilarious. I could be getting all that money, Okay. Danny Redwine gonna come to New York and start braiding up these heads now. I'm just you saying, do it. y'all ain't got no good braids there. That's hilarious. I'm, I'm, the yeah, Africans gonna be mad at you. Yeah, they are. They're gonna be mad at me. They ain't gonna be able to find me though. <laughs> I'm gonna move around in that thing. <laughs> I'm gonna move around in that thing. I'm gonna do house calls. They ain't gonna be able to find me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm, I'm coming money. to your house. <laughs> Flat you out. That, uh, they ain't going to be the kids. Not them or the Tommy. IRS. The Africans or the IRS. I'm taking that cash. <laughs> Flat out. Especially the, way, especially the way people pay money up there for praise. I'm telling you. I got too many talents oh to be God. here in the Midwest. I'm, I'm about to come out there. I'm telling you, Fig. All I have to do, if I find Listen. me a rich boyfriend, if I found a rich boyfriend, I would move there instantly. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm still working on the rich boy. Huh? Oh, my God. You need to stop. I'm still working on the rich boyfriend. <laughs> oh, you know if you if you find a rich boyfriend, he ain't going to want you out of the house. That's fine. I'll, do, I'll scream stuff. I'll be fine in the house, and I'll scream stuff. <laughs> I got me some dogs. As long as he let me have some dogs, I'm good. I'm good with being put up and just being pretty. That's fine. You want to take me out on dates every now and then, that's cool. Just come to this. I'm about to Zoom this comedy show real quick. You want to be a kept woman? Is that what you're saying? 
No, not kept like that. No, absolutely not. I'm talking about like I'm still going to do me, but I'm going to do it from, you know, a more quaint place, a more quiet place. I can't be kept. Fig, I can't be kept. That's that's not going to work out. I, my personality, the way my, my personality is set up, I can't be kept. That's not a word that's in my vocabulary. Um, but I am, but I am a submissive woman. I am a submissive woman. I am about my man. I am, I am the type of woman that will do what my man wants me to do. So let's just put that out there. But, but my man has to respect that. Listen, you can't Uh say this stuff on stage now because the women going to hate you. Oh, I don't care. They hate me already. (laughs) You know, they, you, you, they you, you sound him. like one of Ke- you sound like one of Kevin Samuel's disciples, and you know they celebrated when he died. Oh, I know, I know. But see, I grew up. I grew I was, up in the. I, in I the, was like, in oh my school. god! I, listen, huh? listen. I grew up. I grew up where my I watched my aunts cater to their husbands. That was something that I thought was dope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I looked up to that. I thought, and my uncles was good ass men. So I. I I looked forward to it. When I got married, I knew that I wanted to be uh, like how my aunties was. My aunties made my uncle's plates. They brought them to the table. You know what I'm saying? My uncles. And my uncles, they spoiled my aunties. Now, don't get me wrong. My aunties, they they were taken care of by my uncles. But I really thought that it was something that I think women need to do more, and that is, you know, make your man feel like a man. Make your man feel like the king of his castle. That's just the way it's supposed to be. Uh Call me old school or whatever, but that is how it's supposed to be. You are supposed to cater to your man. You are supposed to be. Oh, I'm telling. Wasted this word. I don't care. They can check me. I bet you you I'm going to have that ring one day. I bet you I'm going to have that rich husband one day, though. I bet you that. How about that? (laughs) I bet you I'm in. I bet you I'm in. Listen, I I, I don't doubt it Mm -hmm. because your kind is rare. I know, and I can cook. Oh, oh Lord, not to try fashion. You know what I'm people. saying? <laughs> exactly. You know, I, like I said, I was raised by old school women. We cooked. You understand what I'm saying? I don't even, I don't even eat fast food, big. I don't eat fast food. You know why? Because my mama oh, cooked fast food. Fast Let food was a snack. Uh, hold on now, hold on, Jesus. Hold on, Lord. Are you talking about any of this stuff on stage? Uh, no, but I should, huh? <laughs> Lord, I probably would have your husband by now if I did. That's what I keep trying to tell you. You're holding the you, you're holding in the crown jewels. You're holding the secret. <laughs> Girl, you got the keys to the kingdom, and you got them in your back pocket. Can't nobody see them. I know, right? I know. But, see, because it's supposed to be. I'm trying to find a genuine man. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want a man to seek me out for that. I just want that to be like, boom. She do what? Let me tell you, the men that are looking for, the the men that you're talking about that are looking for wives, that's what Mm -hmm. they want. I know. know, Listen, we live in a new age. We live in a new age, a new time. And you know who has changed? Our women have changed. The men have pretty much stated, men pretty much still want to, look, when they say men, they like cavemen. It's pretty much the same. 
like men. Yeah. Men. Look, I know there's a, I know there's some others scattered out there that still that do kind of things that you know against the grain. But men, men, men that want a wife, that want to keep a household and all that stuff like that and whatever. That's the kind of woman a man is looking for. Oh yeah, I know, and that's why I say these women now. These women now, Fig, is sad because they don't. These women don't cook. They don't clean. They don't even carry themselves like young ladies anymore. These women talk to men crazy. I would never in public, if a man says something to me out of pocket, I'm going to keep moving. I'm not about to turn around and get in a man's face as a woman and point my finger and start talking crazy to a man. Like these, and women do that now. Like, I just don't, I don't understand that mentality. Like, women keep trying to demasculate men, and I don't understand that. I don't know where that came from and where they thought it was something that we should do as women. But these, but I feel like that it's more, you see it more. You see women disrespect men more than you ever have because women are now the new men, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like some women feel like they are the man because they are independent. It was taught, and they were trained. All these mm-hmm. years of these talk shows and magazines and stuff tell women that, that black men ain't this and black men ain't that, and they did this and did that, and my mama was miserable, and you told Harpo to beat me and all that. Like, listen, that's what <laughs> right. came from. Yeah. I'm like, everybody didn't yep. grow up like that? Everybody nope, grew up didn't. like that? What are you talking about? Exactly. That's sad. I, and that's I think it's sad. It is sad. It is very sad. It's very sad. And, and very sad. The sad part it is is that I think a lot of the, the mentality was fear-based. It's like you they taught <laughs> women, you can't trust a man, always have something for yourself. You go out and make sure that you got this, you got that, and then go find a man later. And ain't no yep. such thing. Ain't no, no. Such thing. Ain't no go find man later after you done did all this stuff. You done uh, had your career and this. Then, then go get a man. And, and then what he's supposed to do with you? Right. He's supposed nothing. to do with he you. What he's supposed to do after He's not gonna be able to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, you, you already be- you you independent. There's the last thing in the world a a a, a man really wants is a woman who is, calls is herself a woman independent. Right. There's a woman that claims she I don't want no exactly. listen, I don't want no woman that don't need me for nothing. <laughs> right. You don't need me for nothing. Exactly. Right. Not a damn So basically thing, I'm like an accessory. I, I I'm extra. Right. I'm like this extra yep. like this, this I'm like a leftover. No. Yeah. Don't nobody want and fig, don't nobody want to be that. Them the same women that be crying about not having no husband. Yes. And then by the time, it, 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 listen, by the time they decide that they really do want one, sometimes it'd be too late. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because the man that they want. Yep. You know what? Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 after I, I, I know I talked about Kevin Samuel, but you know what? I didn't learn about that man until after he died. Uh-huh. I really didn't. I knew yeah, nothing about him. Kevin Samuels was just happy, was keeping it real, if you ask me. You know what I did? And, you know and how a lot, I'm proud a lot of about? people didn't want to hear that because of today's society. 
I found out about him on social media. When when I saw mm-hmm. all these women like these posts about they were celebrating and stuff, I was like, who is this? Why are they know who is this dude? I didn't know he was a singer, actor. I ain't know nothing about him. I didn't know who they were talking about. I didn't know right. nothing about him. And then I researched him afterwards, after he had died, because all these women were mm-hmm. celebrating. Because I, I ain't never yeah. seen such a thing. I ain't never seen a whole group of women celebrating because some person had passed away. I'm like, what well, did I was like, well, he, was he a mass murderer? Did he, did, was he a rapist? Like, what did he do? No. And I found out. I no, because like, he, he, just had a strong, he just had a strong opinion about black women and relationships, and they didn't like it. You it know, I've seen, him give a lot of, I've seen him give a lot of women really good advice, and I've seen yep. him take it the wrong way just because he said it. Yep. It's only because he said it that they took it that way. Because I feel like, baby girl, he is telling you the right thing. Like, you you should seek help for some of those things because we all have trauma. All of us have had something that we've gone through, and and everybody handles it different. Some people, you know, go through that trauma, and it makes them stronger. It makes them want to do better. It makes them, you know, ambitious. And then some people go through that trauma, and it be, makes them depressed. It makes them not motivated. Me, it makes them – listen. Yeah. You are you are you are so I'll say this and you take it for what it is. If you're a black mm-hmm. person and your skin is brown in America and you ain't never been through nothing, you ain't never go you have had no trauma, you are a unicorn. Yeah. It's almost are. impossible to escape mm-hmm. trauma either personally, mm-hmm. in your family somebody you know yep. or closely related to in America, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's damn near impossible as a black person to be yeah. in America and not ever go through any kind of um, mental, social trauma. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But when you think you, you – so, you, so if you think that you're going to find somebody that is 100% got themselves together – and ain't never been through nothing. I don't have no baggage, like none. You crazy? I don't know where you're gonna find them at. I don't know where they. I don't know where you're you not gonna, gonna look. find them. You're not gonna find them. We it's all like have when, It's like when they we get all have black people. Right. It's like when black people are born and you give you a birth certificate. They give you a bag. <laughs> it's like yeah, carry it. Right. You gonna have some bags. <laughs> <laughs> I think and black people ought to get. Shit in the bag. We ought to we get lucky. Talking shit in free. the bag over the years. <laughs> Filling that bag up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's crazy. It's I think Erica Bad, crazy. But Erica yes. Badu made a uh, bag lady. It's right, because it, it's trauma. It's bags of trauma. Yeah, yeah. It's def- definitely go bags thing is, And if you find somebody that's on your wavelength. You all can help each other work through your work your trauma uh, work through your trauma. That's that's what family is. Right. Well, you know, I use some of my trauma and my jokes because I was married to an older man for sixteen years and now that I'm single and I'm back out here in these streets I'm out here in these streets, y'all. Um, now that I'm back out here in these streets, <laughs> um I'm fine. younger men love me. Cannot get away from know- young men now. I and I'm like my right. old ass. I just I just look young, but I'm old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, because you, I just got, 
You got what they want. I guess. You got all the, you got all the quarantines that they want. All of them. Yeah, but I still feel like, you know, some younger guys, if younger guys, it depends. Because you talk to some younger guys, and they still just got a lot of growing up to do. Um, I've only met maybe one younger person that actually is mature and kind of has an old spirit type, you know what I'm saying, personality. But you don't really come across those too much because the younger generation now is still into, like, hip-hop, gun violence, Smoking weed, you know what I'm saying? Being out, yes, being um, out in the street. Yes. And to me, I feel but like the younger men, they're still out here just wilding and having fun. So they can't really do anything for me because they're still in that phase of life where they're exploring life and enjoying life and building and doing all that. I didn't already done all that. Well, listen, when you say younger, I don't know what you mean, but the age. Like, you know, like 30, like, age, like 30, like 30 and up. You know, I'm about to be in my 50s, so 30 usually, and up. Usually, listen, I was just about to say 30 is usually the age where men start to settle down, mature, start to get their act together, and start mm-hmm. heading in a direction where they're going to go for the rest of their life. Right. That's, that's about it. That's That's the age. You start talking about yeah. 20, then 20, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. No. Because I used to, whenever I get approached by dudes and they, I'd be like, baby, you is not even 30 yet. I can't do nothing with you. I can't have nobody mm-hmm. that's the same age as my now. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's, I've been, I've been single. I've been single, you know, and for this, for this comedy thing, I think it's worked out. You know what I'm saying? For me being single, because, I don't think a, a boyfriend would be secure with my lifestyle, you know, going to the comedy club, being out late, you know what I'm saying, that sort of thing. I don't think there's too many people that would be receptive of it unless they were actually doing it themselves, you know what I'm saying, and, can, and they were a musician or something, and they could empathize with, you know, being in the club or being around people that like, you know, like your content or whatever, because you got to be a, a secure person to, to date an entertainer. That's true. You really do. You have, you have to be a secure person to date an entertainer. I don't care if you're a rapper, a comedian, a singer, whatever. That the person that they're with has to be understanding of the fact that you have fans, you have people that want to talk to you. You're gonna to have to be at venues, events, and things like that. That you know, you you can't help it. You get booked, you go. You show up. That deposit and that you go, you show up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's true. And um, I'm trying to think. It doesn't like a lot of relationships aren't able to handle that. Well, listen, you got to find, but you have, you have a lot of the qualities that men want. And I think if you found the right person, that he would be all right with it. You know what I mean? Because it just, like just to me, I'm listening to you. And I'm listening to some of the things you said about your aunts, the way that you grew up, your uncles and how they were treated and stuff like that. So I'm thinking... Just say you met somebody, y'all got together, whatever, stuff like that. I it's the way the way in my mind just flipped is that you would be the kind of person to make sure that everything at the house was secure 
Like he had his plate, his food, whatever stuff like that before you had to go and do. Oh, yeah. And you don't work every night, right? You know what I mean. Right. You don't work every mm-hmm. night. So sometimes, nope. you know, a vast majority of the time, that's what people don't realize. The vast majority of the time, comedians are home. Yeah. Or if you found We're a dude who worked at night. Like yeah. if you found a dude who worked at night, you would be good. Because yeah. y'all would yeah. be at home and during like the I day. Said, uh-huh. And like I said, I'm 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 older, so I really want to get there, perform, take a couple pictures, and go home. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. I'm not there to hang out. I'm not there to go to an after out. party. I don't even. Nope. I don't even. I'm one of them people who don't even tell you. I never announce when I leave. Like I just dip out. I never announce when I leave. I'm out of here. I'll see y'all later at the next event. That's just the way that oh. I am. You need to be in New York. I know I need to be in New York. Absolutely, I need to be in New York. You know what? What's stopping me right now is my grandbaby. Um, Oh, I was in the grandbaby. I was. I see him on social media. So, oh my gosh, he's so sweet. So, the four months that I was in Detroit trying to decide on if I was going to move over there. Um, my daughter and her fiance uh, broke up, and it was a big, it was a big fallout. What? So, um, yeah, yep, it was a big fallout. So my daughter moved in with me, um, and you know I've been helping with the baby. You know he's a good dad. He he has her now. He gets her he gets her every weekend. He's a good dad, but you know, so I, I had to kind of be here and, and be supportive of my daughter while she got herself on her feet because she's trying to buy a house right now. So she's working her ass off, you know, to, to save money because her her plans have changed. So that's the only thing that's holding me back from actually moving. But I'm an empty nester now, Fig, so it's only a matter of time before I move out of Michigan. I just don't know exactly where I'm going to move. You know, I've dabbled with down south. I've dabbled with Charlotte. Um, a lot of people said Charlotte was a nice place to move because, you know, I'm about the weather. Fig, I, okay. I can't do cold. Me and cold have an issue. You in with Michigan? Cold. You shut up. I was born and raised in Michigan and always hated it. I never want. I didn't have a choice. I was. My mother had me here. I had to grow up here. I, this is where I was born. <laughs> this is home. But I do yeah, not like four seasons. I know. I know because I got married Listen, and I had kids. Cold. Listen, I'm gonna, the, the, the later part of my life, the later part of my life, I'm gonna live the way I want to live. Oh, but where? I'm I, I I don't know yet. You can't do down my south. You can't do down I mean, south. Down south is out. Down south is out. It's either gonna be east coast or west coast. Yeah, but either you, one. Listen, all I'm gonna say to you is this. The mm-hmm. comedy scene for stand-up comedy is on the East and it's in New York City. You can do Chicago. I think Chicago got a lot of stuff. But yeah, it's cold Chicago, in Chicago. Chicago has a lot of talent, but you know, I'm I, I didn't I didn't I didn't get the same vibes from Chicago that I got from New York. You could do New York. Because I'm just biased because I've always loved New York. I might just be biased. 
I'm from but I'm New definitely York, a so New I'm York so I'm a New York girl. I'm telling you right now. And when I come to New York, I be feeling like Beyonce because them niggas be making me feel like I'm the finest thing in the world when I come there. So when I come there, I be feeling like Beyonce. Well, listen, don't 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 fall for the banana in the tailpipe. You make sure you get you the right one. <laughs> oh no! But seriously, I do love New York, though. Definitely love. Listen, New York. I tell all women, tell all women to date with intention, and ask the questions mm-hmm. to make him run. If you're not going to ask the questions to make him run, you are you are doing yourself a disservice. What kind say, of question? What do you mean? I said one question that all men that, that the men that don't that don't want no commitment are afraid to hear. Look, I am only dating a man who is interested in marriage. That is the only reason. And I'm not gonna I mean, this ain't gonna be no um no one, two and three year wait and see and feel it out. No, no. The same way we know, the same way women know if they would sleep with a man is the same way he would know if he wanted to marry a woman, if she, if she got those kind of qualities that he's interested in. And it don't take a long time to figure it out. I know, and that's why okay, I've so- been, I haven't been dating. I don't really date that much because I, do, I, meet, I meet men that have intentions. <laughs> I meet men that are like, you know, they look at me as like potential wife. And I'm not ready for that yet. Like I'm, I, that's if what I want, are, but I'm not ready. For, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're not ready for that, then what are you? Want? Then what do you want? Because other than because other than marriage, it ain't nothing but casual sex. That's all it is. Right. I know. Right. I know that. You don't I want that. that. But I'm just saying, because of my lifestyle. I guess I just feel like because of my lifestyle, I say it. I say that for right now. It don't make no sense to well, you. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, just because my just because like I okay. So for example, I'm going to uh, I'm going to New York for the for the uh, what do you call it? The Rock the Bells, and then I got a couple of shows there, and then after that, I'm going to uh, Arizona to do the House of Comedy. Like it's, it's things that I, I do in my lifestyle that I just don't think a man would be vibing with on the basis of developing a relationship. You like, I feel understand. like if you work on a relationship with somebody, you got to kind of be there, right? No, listen, you don't understand. If you put everything on the table in the beginning mm-hmm. and you're the kind of person that you say that old school comes, hey, he might jump up and go with you. Oh, I see where you're. Okay. You don't know. No, you don't know unless you unless you put it out there. Don't kill it. Don't yeah. kill it before it got a chance to grow. You know, don't kill it before it got a chance to grow and take and stuff like that. That's true. That's true. How long are you gonna I'm wait? That's I'm, all I'm saying. How long are you gonna wait? I'm still, because it's gonna come a point I'm in your life where it's gonna be like, listen, huh? You know, Big, now you got me. Okay. So I guess I feel like I'm. it just hasn't been my focus because of what I have going on in my personal life. And really, to be honest, I don't think my husband is in Michigan. I don't think he's here. 
I think my husband is in another state. I don't think, I think he's in another state. Go get him. What you waiting for? Sleepless in Seattle. I'm going to meet him, big. I'm going to meet him when the Lord sends him when? to me. <laughs> How old are you? Um, I'll be 50 in December. What are you waiting for? I don't know. You know I was married before, so I just. So what happened? Uh, you got a I'm just here now. Yeah. He divorced me when I was going through breast cancer. Oh, that's. Oh, God. Yeah. Talk about trauma. You want, that's crazy. I don't. Let's see. You know, they say they say 65% of marriages. 65% of marriages failed during uh during cancer. And when mine was one of them. Listen, I I I watched so many people in my family go through it, so I don't get it. It's tough. Yeah. Let me tell you. It's it's tough to watch somebody deteriorate, you know what I mean, when they're going through it because the uh-huh. unfortunately the treatment brings you down. I watched my mother so I mean, you know, in my mind, I think that the right kind of person or the, or the, or the individual is like, like, thou means something. In sickness and in health, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For, 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 good, for good, for bad, no matter what, like we, you know, we in this. It's not, it's, not, it's not true. People don't be there for, they don't forsake all others. I, they don't. They they allow other people into your relationship. Like there was there were so many things that I was like coming to my husband and and requesting to save our marriage, and he just was not receptive. You know, so well, that's I his had that's his that's his loss. That's his loss. Well, yeah, well, it's it's because of his Who mother. You? you know, he let he let his mother have more of a say so in my house than me. So, you know, it, it just wasn't any equal. There was no boundaries set. There was no, you know, and that's why we're not together today. So I think that that's kind of tarnished my my look on marriage with being left while I'm fighting well, cancer and my kids. Listen, listen, listen. You I don't put too much thought into it, Fig. I really don't. Yeah, if I'm going to be with somebody, you know somebody I'm not, I'm not. Like, listen. Good men didn't vote on trees. That, that's just a myth. Good men don't vote on trees. Farmers, you know what I mean? You go and get them. You say, hey, I'm looking to get married. What you doing? You know what I mean? So for the position, you, you, it's, it's, not a, it's, it's not like a bus, uh, another one going to come along. Not the, one, not the one that you want, not the one that you're looking for. Oh, there's plenty of dudes that have a type with you, but not the type of ones you're interested in being with. Not this right. one that you just roll it, roll it with until until the wheels come off. That that those type of dudes ain't around just like that. No, right. You, you gotta you gotta do this with intention. Mm-hmm. You gotta do it with you know when when you're ready to, to do it. He'll be there, but you gotta go. Far. You gotta, you gotta go. And when somebody smiles at you, looking at you, somebody you feel attracted to, or whatever, stuff like that, 
And they say to the people, hold on, let me explain what you think. I'm a woman. Right. You say you said just cut them oh, right off oh, at the path. Not, not hey, how you doing? I'm My right. name is such and such. You just cut them right off at the path and be like, yo, dig this here. You gotta want to. You. you gotta have intention on in, on marriage to talk to me. This dating with that's called dating with intention. As it used to be courting. There was no long courtship mm-hmm. back in the day. I had this. I had to meet. Well, oh, I know my ex husband. My ex-husband courted me for a year, and we were married a year later. There you go. That's, that's, and it don't even have to be that long, and especially when you will be to do what? Right. I don't, I don't know, Fig. I, I'm just, you know, I'm just living. I'm just walking on this journey that God put me on. And I, you know, I, I believe that he will bless me with somebody. God made, God did one match making. He put Adam and Eve together. That didn't work out. He said, "Listen, he said y'all ain't gonna turn me into no failure. I'm done. Everybody else was on their own. for yourself. You know what you want? Take them. Yeah." You better go get him. You're going to be 50. What you going to wait for? Nothing is? Uh, I was planning on it, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm at the place in my life where I just want to travel. Well, there's a lot of men that want to travel, too. I don't want to have no kids. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I just want to travel. If he he looking at, if you tell him how old you are, he's looking to have kids, there's something wrong with him anyway. Right. He on the short bus. Exactly. He on the short bus. He made it about some kids. What kind of special ed is he? Right. Exactly. That's special ed. But I'm saying these are the kind of men that are attracted to me, are the younger men. I don't really get to. I think I scare the older men. I think I scare them. Don't be trying to talk to you. (laughs) All the Dominicans in in the – all the Dominicans like me in New York. (laughs) There you go. Go and get you one of them, one of them Puerto Ricans, a brother. I don't know about that, no, I'll be in New York, so I'm 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 gonna come I'm gonna come to New York in August, ready. I'm gonna be in the streets looking for me a husband. I'm gonna go. go for, I'm gonna find uh, five candidates. You said August sixth. I'm having I'm I'm gonna have ready. What airport you flying into? Oh, I'm coming. Oh, you driving? I'm coming, coming to, to Laguardia. Laguardia. I'm gonna have I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have five dudes that you can pick from uh, at Laguardia. I'm gonna send, I'm gonna. I'm going to send them all your picture off of Facebook. I'm going to let them see what she looks like and say, this, this is the wife she's looking to get married. You, you, you're looking for a wife. You ain't got to go overseas. She's coming right to the town near you. Uh-huh. All right. I'm, I'm going to be looking for that shit, too, now. Don't be lying now, Fig. I'm going to be like, Fig, where my – where the light, where the five at? Where my, where my starting five lineup at? You 
you know they out there. I'm gonna you be better looking find them. Let me just Absolutely. tell you this. Absolutely. Well, I know I'm definitely gonna let you know when I come in town because um, if you're gonna be performing anywhere, you got any performances coming up? Uh, I'll probably do. I I don't pay attention to them till they like two or three days out. Yep. But when you come to town, I'll come to the city. I'm in Connecticut now. Okay. Oh, you live there? But I'm up to the city, huh? Yeah, that's not, Connecticut's not far. What's that, a 45 hour, 45 minutes, hour? It depends on what part of Connecticut, yeah. So I'm not okay. far. I go into the city. I, I got to go to the city um, next week, Friday, to do a show in Brooklyn. Okay. You know? Okay. Comedians travel. We travel all the time. But you, when you coming into town, I know you come in August. It'll be good and hot. I come down. Yep. Okay. I'll yep. Come down definitely and, let, let's and see you do your thing. Huh? Yep. Definitely. That's gonna yeah, that's gonna be I'm good. Okay. So I definitely love it. Well, I'm not gonna yeah, hold you up too much longer. I sure appreciate you coming on to the show today because. Um, you know, this is new for me. You know, you're you. They can hear you in the Caribbean. This is a Caribbean radio show. Oh my god! So they god. can hear you on all the islands. All the islands. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Wala, I'm trying to do my Wala, thing. Wala, with love the Caribbean. Right, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> love all the all the massive. <laughs> love all the food. Them a cook the rice and peas. The ackee, the salt fish. The ab- I'm at Comedian Fig on all social media platforms. Comedian Fig on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. That's all. I only got three. Facebook, Instagram, okay. and Twitter. All that TikTok and all these other new ones, I ain't got those. I just got the main three. Right. Yeah, me too. You I got the main three. I just Fig. I be- yeah, I just started doing TikTok, so. Really? You know. Yeah, we old school. I, you know, I be doing them. I be doing funny ones. So I chop my body in half, and I be dancing on the bottom, and I be acting like I'm dancing on the top. So it actually look like I'm dancing, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I be tricking people to think I can dance for real. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that I was supposed to be a dancer, but I didn't. You know, oh I don't God. really know how to dance. So I just I be making fake ass TikTok videos so people think I can dance. <laughs> oh my God, we gonna get the Dominican see some uh some salsa lessons. Oh, I, I can bachata and merengue all day, but I can't salsa. Oh, there you go, see, you got it. Yeah, I can do salsa and merengue. I listen. I'm telling you, I was definitely I was Hispanic. I I sing Celia Cruz. I sing uh, Hector Lavoe. I I know music. You do it, I mean. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? I do. I hear you hear what I'm saying? Voice, I, think, I got I, I got thought the you really I know. I, I thought you really was Spanish. Yeah, people really do be thinking I'm Spanish. That's because I love the music. I love the culture. I love the food. Um, when I started studying Spanish, I took it serious. 
Like, people are supposed to take what they're studying serious, and I took Spanish serious. So, you know, I was just one of those people that took to the language, took to the food, took to the music. So they fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? They Some of them think that I be denouncing. Some of them think I be denouncing my heritage, but I'm not. You know, I'm 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 black and black. I'm, you know, what I'm yeah, I'm not lying and I'm saying I'm not. Yeah. I'm I'm right but, up here know. by the beach, and uh, what was it last week or week before last? They had the first annual um, Puerto Rican Day um, celebration at uh, at Ocean Beach, and I was there. I posted it before we had a well, oh, had I a bet good time out there. Oh, I bet you y'all did. I bet you the food was good as hell, too. Oh, my God. The lines were so long. I know you they were. No they when had food trucks. Puerto Rican Day line for hours. Huh? When is the Puerto Rican Day Parade in New York? That's a big deal, too. Oh, uh, I think it it may have passed. They usually, they oh, usually they do a fifth Oh man, I'm not even sure. I haven't been hmm. there. Oh Lord, I, listen, I right. haven't been there right. in a while. Yeah, I feel you on that. All right, Fig. Well, I'm gonna let you know when I get in town for sure. You better, cause I, well, I'll see it. If yeah. you don't tell me, I'll see it posted, and I'll be like, why you ain't tell yeah. me? No, I'm gonna I'm remind you. I'm gonna let you know, cause I'm gonna be looking for my five candidates. And make sure that they're making some money. You know what I'm saying? I'm not interested if they can't take care of me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to take care of them I, if I they can take care of me. So they got to have some money. You know what I'm saying? Don't bring me no, don't have no broke niggas at the airport at LaGuardia because I'm going to be a yo no hablo inglés. We don't do broke. We don't do. Oh, it, it passed. It was June 11. June 11. I knew it was. It I knew it passed. It passed. It was June Damn, 11th. It'll be yeah, Puerto Rican Day But there'll yeah. be plenty of stuff going on. Yeah, now, you are the Caribbean. I'm going to tap in before I get there with you and Freddie and them and see what else I can do while I'm there. So, Ooh, Let me just tell you this. So, uh, okay. Labor Day. Now, we got one minute Day left parade. for this show. Labor so Day what? Parade. You need to get here in okay, September. Day. It happens every Labor Day. Okay. So I have to come if back in September. you're doing a Caribbean thing, the Labor Day Parade is all Caribbean. You would love it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to plug that. I'm going to start plugging that from now on out. Because, you know, a lot of Caribbeans, yep. they, they be in, they in New York, too. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. The Labor Day Parade yep. is like Juba. Okay. Well, we're going to be there. And I don't want the call to end on you while you're talking, so I'm going to end it. But me and you going to keep in touch, Fig. Let's do it. Thanks for having me. All right. I appreciate you coming on the show. All right. Peace. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was my family and friends.